my talkers. It is Wednesday, and we are hanging out with Lori and Brittany here on what was called, I guess, on an emailer called us Drinksgiving Eve because it's a night to go out, hang out with your friends, and have some drinks. That's what it's called. Drinksgiving. Happy Drinksgiving to everybody out there. Don't be drinking and driving. But hey, thanks for hanging out with Lori and Brittany here for the next couple hours. And Grant. Oh, yes. That's Grant. Okay, so. Uh, we got to talk about Little Housewives. Obviously. Um, it's the only reason I show up. That's right. <laughs> and um, last night, uh, Jimmy Fallon had uh, Jenna Lyons on from Real Housewives of New York, but she's been on his show over the years. She was a fairly high-profile yeah. CEO for J. Crew. I mean, I knew who she was just from reading the New York Times style section or if you read any business magazine, she had a fairly, I would call, a fairly high profile in the business and fashion world. She embodied the brand. She was yeah. a walking advertisement for J. Crew. She right. always made it seem so sexy. Even I knew who she was. Yeah. I mean, so she's been on with Fallon before, and she uh, comes out in this long red dress that looks like it's just so... A, a man's red shirt that's come all the way to the ground, but then it's been chopped off on one side by the ankle and the other, it, it just keeps growing. So she's kind of walking over it <laughs> and she's got big army boots on and she's got a necktie. So I think she realizes that sometimes sitting sideways on a couch, she's yeah. learned this from Real Housewives of New York, her signature look of always wearing, going braless mm-hmm. under, under coats and Things like that, that when you're sitting sideways, there's unfortunate sight lines that that happen as a result. And I think she's, I wonder if she's going to stop doing that look since she's seen it. She saw it go well, wrong on Real Housewives of New York because this was very buttoned up. This is but like, long. Yeah, no, I think you're right. She's somebody who would be thinking about how will she be sitting and dress appropriate or dress for that. And she dressed to be sitting to her side a specific way. Yes, like, her legs look like a million bucks. Yeah. They were glistening. They yeah. do. Yeah. I mean, she's tall. She's like six feet tall. That's, I really I liked know. her. She was Me my too. favorite housewife of the the new New York people. I mean, I liked her and I liked Uba. I liked her. I have a weird obsession with Bryn. I think I like want Bryn. I, I like Bryn. I liked her. She, I did like she her. Does, she, she was fun. She was fun. I would say that she um, contradicts herself a lot. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. But I would say what I for sure need. And I, shockingly enough, by the tail end, I was liking Jessel. When she stood oh, up for I like Jessel. Yeah. I like Jessel. She totally came around. And then Uba is one of those people that, man, you do not want to get on Uba's bad side. And I think she's a very sensitive, but I loved her. And she has such life to her. When she was at the BravoCon, she was going to fan, smiling. Like, she yeah. gets a kick out of it. Yeah, And yeah. I love that. But Jenna is still... Jenna's the, number one. She's number one, and she's probably, you know, on par as far as uh, fame and money as Bethany Frankel. Absolutely. I could watch a whole show where she just talks through her closet where Same. she wore what. Same. And so that's why it's like, that's enough for me to just yeah. keep her. I want to lounge on that couch, and I want her to say, I wore this to the Obama, this yeah. to the this thing, this to that. I love And that. she, you know, it's funny because she brings in, and she had shown this on the show when we had one of we had several closet episodes yes or scenes with jenna and she shared how when she went to parsons school of design 
she had to make some kind of a puffer coat. Yeah. And she went and, you know, bought a down comforter. Mm-hmm. And she had it in her closet. And it was kind of a sat material. And she brought it on the show last night for Jimmy. And it really is quite stylish looking how what she did with this thing to make it a round circular. It almost looked like a circular cape big puffer. Oh, Oh, I you love. know, so and she did that, you know, 30 years ago or whatever it was. And um, so she brings it on and that's her way of talking about New York housewives. J- Jimmy doesn't even say, oh, yeah, I saw this and your closet closet scene. He, I don't think, put that together. And I don't, you know, I don't think that was communicated to him. So they have this exchange where... um about the Real Housewives of New York, and is she coming back? Because yeah. the big rumor is that she just signed one year, mm-hmm. and she's not coming back. And she doesn't need to come back. Like she would have to have a blast with it to come back. So did she say? If you... well, let's listen. <gasps> okay, okay. Are you going to come back for another season? Oh, when do you want me to come? No. <laughs> come, Real Housewives. Are you doing it? Wait. Are you doing another season? No, I thought I was going to be hosting Jimmy Fallon with you. (laughs) But what do you think? I have, I don't know. What do you think? You don't know? You don't have an answer. I don't have an answer. I genuinely don't know. I want you to do it. That's it. That's, they love you. I want to show a clip. Here's Jenna Lyons on The Real Housewives of New York City. All right, Take a look at good. that. Oh. So, you know, I don't know if she's negotiating. Of course, they're not filming right now. But if she did do, and I could totally see her people just saying to her, we don't care what Bravo says, if they you are only signing a one-year contract. Yeah. And then we're going to take a look-see. You're not making any kind of commitment pass. No. You're too big of a deal. And so, so she really doesn't know because her people are talking to their people. I think she got more of a kick out of it than she'll admit. I think so, too. Because it's such a different aspect of her life that I don't know if she's had those. I mean, she's admitted she has never been on a girl trip. She's never been in a lot yeah. of those situations. And I think she had a lot of fun. Her life is so fabulous. And at the end of the day, I think she likes showing it. I, we love seeing it. We love seeing yeah. it. And, like, she ha- added an element to it like because a lot of them were hard work i mean they're all very upper class but like she added this level of it that i just loved i just loved jenna lyons on that mm-hmm. show yeah same it was really a great casting um, casting decision uh having her on because it was like immediate you had intrigued eyes just for that yeah we you all know? we all have crushes on jenna lyon I it's just it. you can't even fight it her and Bryn, there's something about them i don't want them to be get, get together i want them to both be with me in some weird way yeah. i'm obsessed with them all right listen all right well good real housewife chat Thank that you. was something that we just needed to clear the air on. <laughs> and thank you, Jimmy Fallon, for thank- booking Jenna. Yeah, right. All You're right, doing listen, the work. we'll be right back with Brittany's Random Thoughts. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law, dishing about divorce. Ann, do you need a reason to file for a divorce? In the state of Minnesota, you don't need a reason. Minnesota is referred to as a no-fault divorce state. So again, real simple, you don't need a reason. There's language we have in our state statute that says an irretrievable breakdown of the marriage relationship. We simply put that in your initial paperwork. So back in the day, people had to have a reason, and the judge would decide whether or not they would grant the divorce, so whether it was abandonment 
women or adultery or something like that. Those things don't matter anymore. But what about cheating? You know, the reality is the courts don't care. It doesn't matter. It has no bearing under our laws. And in fact, sometimes people think they're going to get something out of it because the other side cheated, and that's just not the case. Not having to deal with this in an already very difficult divorce process actually makes the whole thing much easier and a little more streamlined. For a free one-hour divorce consultation, go to TresslerLaw.com or use my talk keyword divorce. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. It's That's all, all it is. That's all it is. <laughs> all right. I like the word of the day again. So I'm going to throw it out there. Just to, like, these are words we just kind of forget exist. Boilerplate. Oh, yeah. It's a good one when you need to use it. It's talking about formulaic language. It had derived it, from something earlier. The boilerplate language we get when somebody breaks up and they lo- yes. they're breaking up in love and we vow to always be friends. I mean, it's so boilerplate. We could write it in our sleep for exactly. them. Exactly. Yeah. So just remember, sometimes we have to remind ourselves boilerplate. It's a great word. Mm-hmm. You can use it often. That's right. Um. The this was a story that a lot of our radio pals picked up, and I just want to focus on one aspect of it. All right. So they made a list of things you can and can't bring on the plane for food. They said you can bring this, you can't bring it. Oh, I need to know this because I'm bringing something. Okay, okay, fine. So I was gonna just say like, hey, you don't have if some of the stuff I just go, you don't need to bring this if you're flying. You pick it up when you get there. So the list of things you can bring on the uh, carry on the plane. A whole Thanksgiving turkey. You don't need to do all that. Stuffing. Green bean casserole. Fresh fruit and veggies. Pies. Homemade and store-bought. Excellent. I'm bringing a Kringle. I went to Trader Joe's and got a Kringle today for my son-in-law, who told me he's dreamt about it since last year at like Thanksgiving or whenever they were around. Because there are he can't find them in Chicago and he's not going to order them from the bakery in Racine, Wisconsin. So I said, Kyle, I'm going to bring you a Kringle. And I did have the thought, I guess I'm just going to carry it on. Yeah. yeah you know, not? and then I thought, is the cream going to be, or, you know, but oh. no, you can bring a pie. You yeah, can. Yeah. yeah. I would yeah. Say so I can bring it. An airport, every airline from airline is different. Yeah. But this is what they're saying most of them allow. Now, here's what they do not allow. Yeah. Gravy. Right. No liquid. No liquid. No liquid. Cranberry sauce falls right. in the same thing. They right. say it's considered spreadable. It's right. too liquidy to carry out. That's right. Canned veggies, maple syrup, mm. and alcohol, which mm-hmm. I think never that, have been able to yeah. do that. Um, I do think it's funny, though. I, I, I do feel strongly, if at any point you're going, I'm going to bring this frozen uh, turkey uh, uh, carry on <laughs> yeah, I know. and then ask yourself what the yeah. heck are the people in your life doing to right, you right. if your job I honestly flying, you know can't even envision that but I suppose they've seen it all they've seen, at the, TSA the fact that people right. are going yes I can bring my turkey makes right. me go what? what your family letter yeah. family members have let you down and, and, and Casey was giving me massive amounts of grief he's like who brings food on a plane I said it's a big pastry it's a Kringle and Kyle wants one and I'm gonna haul it and they're good and yeah mm. I'm gonna haul it 45 minutes on a plane ride it'll be fine just sit on your lap and then you're gonna be so happy to you know not have that th- 
tomorrow because tomorrow's Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. yeah. But maybe Friday with his coffee. Oh. If the pie's all gone, which theoretically it, it should be, be gone. Yeah. Um. Let, let me just say, every time that I even look at the word green bean casserole, I get extremely hungry. Do you love it or you hate okay, it? Okay, you know what? I I'll eat it. I'll tolerate it. But my stepmother makes the same French onion, you know, the same recipe, but she uses a bag of um, the cauliflower, broccoli, and carrot, frozen vegetables. And those are not smushy, and they don't retain the water because they're hard vegetables. Okay, nope. So the soup, I mean, but they they get gentle, but it's so much with the cream and everything. But there, it's yeah, it's no. more. I don't like the gl- no. the no, the I'd- glue of the green bean. So I really like the cr- the cr- you know crunchy yeah. of this. It's really good. Really? Yes. You're describing it does not make yeah. me feel well, Im- empowered. Well, if you think about it, the one reason why green bean casserole is one of the most hated foods. Is the um, texture? Yes, is because the, the frozen green beans, yeah, and maybe people make them with fresh green beans. Maybe you're that lucky person where somebody gets the fresh green Never. bean. No, if you're no. making a casserole and Can. you're putting fresh stuff but in it there, you're doing it wrong. But it is quite gluey and mushy and kind of... You know, the only reason it tastes good is the French fried onions. Let's be oh, real. so good. Yeah. And, and the cheese. The and the soup and the cheese. Yeah, and then the cream you add whatever. the stuffing in there and put some gravy on it. And I mean, it's just... Uh, you mix it, it all together. It so mix it all hungry. together. But if you are sick of the green bean, bean, you could try the cauliflower, broccoli, carrot, bird's eye package and do that and just make it exactly the same and it's delicious i'm intrigued me too Mm -hmm. i'm intrigued consider me intrigued um as a follow-up you had sent me this message i have had about uh four updates on my twitter we are down to now the six flags of minnesota i sent this to you (laughs) yes we are very concerned i would have to say there is a common theme with all of them they have like that it they all look like the loon, um, our, uh, our our soccer team, they look like their kind of colors. The- yeah, the, there's some, there's a couple different colors. There's two different color schemes. I'd say there's like the green and blue with white, and then there's the loon color color scheme. I like the new Minnesota State Steel seal that they're coming out with as well that has the loon incorporated with it. But yeah. is it true that Snoopy's laying on the North Star and? You know, Tweety Bird is dancing on his stomach. Is that one of the flag finalists? No, no. they okay. are. No. I don't know They're what, very what simplistic compared what to that. dark <laughs> web you are currently okay. on, but like right. abort. Like one here of them. are them. They're all six. Very. They look like they're all done by. They're they're simplistic. Yes, they all look like they're done by. They're pretty. Yeah, they're fine. They're, they're fine. fine. Yeah. I wish they had some like differing things. They they were definitely going for the same kind of theme. I would be fine with. Saying my Minnesota anthem every morning to any of these. I'm Twitter is it. very funny. You know, like yeah. there's one hams from the land of sky blue water. People are really tweeting yeah. funny things. Yeah. Um, Minnesota in 1984, whatever year, was yeah. the year with the only blue state in the whole country. That's I right. know, right? Okay. The only one, yeah. The only, blue, the only state that voted for uh, Mondale. Mondale. Yeah. Every <laughs> other state, all 49 states yeah. agreed on something, you guys, Except we in were 1984. Like, 
are. That's so Minnesotan of us. We're Thank like, you, we're Kyle, good. Matson, friend. I remember we were quite proud of that. We were as like, well, we should be. Well, at least we had the good sense, you know. Blah blah blah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm intrigued. I'm definitely going to keep us up to date with All this right. flag stuff because I think you guys care a lot. You're just hiding it a little bit. <laughs> I think, I think secretly, you guys are waiting to pull the trigger on that back tat we're going to get um, for these. So, I, I guess I would like a little bit more. You know, like there could be a little bit more. It it does seem very plain, plain, like, like a Girl Minnesota Scout badge. If you'd spent the night by a river or spent the night outside, yes, it's that's like what these that, look like. Yeah, yeah. Also, it looks like they each had one task. It's yeah. got the tie of the star, the North Star to it, but it also like reminds me. You know, if you drive down south to southern Minnesota and you look at barns and they have those like. Oh, yeah. Art just like right at the top of the barn where the mm-hmm. barn is, and they have a little bit of art. It's yeah. it's simplistic art like that that, mm-hmm. that 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 I'm seeing in these flags. A little I've bit. committed to my favorite is the one that has the white star on the and, top and the wave and the wave Me with too. the green. I Me think that's too. my favorite. That's I've mine. imagined that. I'm fine with that. Yeah. All the other ones. Uh, there's one that I absolutely hate, and it's the one that has like a flower. Um, that has like foliage on the corner. I don't I know why I've decided I hate it. I like it. that one. See, here's this, one. The, this is going to be the thing. Yeah, I like that one. Here's going to be the thing with the whole thing with this whole flag redesign. Yeah. Art is in the eye of the beholder. No, and, there. That's right. And everyone has their own interpretation. Lori, I'm sorry. There is a wrong answer. Is Unfortunately, wrong answer? yours is the wrong answer. So at least we know now. At right. least we know. Oh, thank you very much. We got our flag talk out yeah, of the way. Today. I, I, that's my favorite one with the the flower and the foliage. That that one is your favorite. Yes. We are not. We are not okay. Okay. We are unwell. Yeah, we're gonna give that one a big old no. But you know that segment was brought to you by Flag Day, right? Flag Day. Hey everybody, it's uh, Lori here for Learning RX with seven locations in the metro area. Well, here's a tip for you. Tomorrow at the Thanksgiving table, everyone resists the urge to ask anybody who's a student how school is going. Let's just not have any of that talk over this weekend. But um, yeah, maybe school is something that, you know, you're worried about. You're thinking, oh boy, there's just really next year, you know, my my daughter and my son are going to be in junior high and all these things. So maybe between now and um, the Christmas break, you guys just make the agreement. Let's go in. Let's just take this at- assessment. Learning RX offers a nationally recognized cognitive skills assessment test. You get 50% off. Mention Lori and Julia and just see what it is that they say. And you'll know if that makes sense to you because you're like, that's exactly what's been going on. Learning RX. Yeah, there's Dolly Parton with her rock star. Uh, this song is going to be the theme of the Paris uh, Olympics next year. Really? Which they are advertising on NBC. Did yeah. you notice My, that? Yes. My yeah. cousin did a bunch of green screen stuff. Uh, and then we are headed this summer to go watch her do the time trials. I can't remember where they are. I already have my reservation, but there's some city. Swimming. For swimming, Katie, yeah. Ledecky. Yeah. So... Dolly, last Friday, um, Grant, you were gone, but Rockstar, her album, dropped, and she is going to have a breakthrough after a half century. And, you know, I mean, Dolly, is a, it's it's a vital American fact that she's a damn national treasure. National, national treasure. treasure. The she only, thing, and, only you know, thing you can say. She has done more for us than I think any anybody. politician, yes. any anybody. Well, guess what? Hmm. 
Uh, Dolly's Rockstar album is going to debut at number one this week with 140,000 copies sold. She jumped ahead of Taylor Swift. I love that. And Drake with the actual copies. And, uh, you know, she declined being in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, said she wasn't a rock artist. And then she was like, well, her husband said, well, if they're inviting you to be in, maybe you ought to make a rock album. And she took Carl's advice and <laughs> she made an album of classic rock songs with the people who originated them. And it's number one. And I have to say, it's pretty good. That's great. It really is. She takes, um, of course, it's a two and a half hour long listen. Because it comes in at 32 tracks because she dropped two bonus ones. Dang. But I think a lot of people are going to get this as a gift. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom got the book, uh, Dolly's Life in Sequins and Costumes. There's a new, um, like a coffee table book, but yeah. very chatty, very dishy, all about Dolly and her makeup, clothes performance clothes, you know, everything. This it's is her second so, one, right? Yeah, the second. It's so fantastic. I want... I, it's and, so good. If you have a Dolly fan, it's like 50 bucks, but it is and worth it. Again, I've learned this from listening to the LoJ show. Mm-hmm. She's scheduled to make three of these, right? Yes, and this so. is her second one, but this was the one I know I just loved the most oh, because it had to do with makeup and performing. And yeah, and clothes. Clothes, and, and, and there's songwriting stuff in it, but her hair, her makeup, and... yeah. All the, but anyway, so so she's number one. Her she's never never debuted a record at number one. So her rock star album, wild to think that isn't that. And um, so I thought one of the songs that uh, I we just played like maybe three songs last week on New Music Friday, and it was hard for us to even figure out. Which ones? Because like, oh, I love this Joan Jett song, but you know, we did. What's Dolly's version? What's like? Dolly's yeah. version of it? And of course, um, Dolly could not perform "Purple Rain" with Prince, but she does cover it. And you know, you don't hear very many people cover "Purple Rain." Yes, we'll hear a band like when, especially the couple of years after Prince died, people would come in and they would play the opening bars of the song and maybe a line or two of the song, but you don't get to hear the whole rendition of that song. And she takes it, uh, she pairs it down in a way that I thought really works. So we'll take a listen. That's, That's something there. That is something. I mean... I don't think we've ever heard any. I mean, I heard GB Layton does an incredible cover of Purple Rain. And of course, Chase Innovation, you know, that's what they do. But I've never really heard of a big name artist covering Purple Rain because who would dare cover Purple Rain? It's such an iconic song. And then I've listened to Dolly's version of it several times and I like it. The more and more, just because it doesn't seem like a song would work, but then you hear it in a totally different way. Yeah. His lyrics in another, it's so good. I think it's one of those things where two things can exist and they can seemingly be interchangeable, but they are not. 
and you can like them for different reasons. It's kind of like you're saying is like nobody's you can't compete with Prince. You just can't. But she takes it on in a different it, way. So you're I'm literally s- I'm so glad she did. Yeah, she's it's a different song completely. Yeah, Grant was digging it. I oh, could see him. It was it's so loved good. It, loved it. And then, you know, another song that she did and she talked about in an interview with a Variety, it, she and Mick Jagger kept trying to record and do I Can't Get No Satisfaction. Mick didn't like the key that she was doing it, plus he was busy on Hackney Diamonds. And so she just decides with her producer, I'm going to sing I Can't Get No Satisfaction, and I'm going to enlist my buddies Brandy Carlisle and Pink to sing the song. And I uh, I really liked it. I didn't ask you to get this one, but you kind of right have now. to. I'm getting it. Wind it down a little bit, you know, into where Brandy and it's, oh, I it's really hear this different, so and it's really pretty good. But her her cover of Wrecking Ball with Miley Cyrus is is excellent. She does a very spirited tribute to Elvis Presley with Ronnie McDowell singing it. Mm. It's just she wrote this song. She never. Put it on an album after she had to deny him. He could not record I Will Always Love You because she couldn't give him publishing rights. Mm -hmm. She went home and wrote a song about how sad she was. (laughs) And and then she she wrote a song about that she dreamed that Elvis let her know he did want to. It's kind of a cute song. Just not really a rock and roll thing, but it's a fun bonus on this Dolly album. So you got a little satisfaction? Right? So good. So good. I I mean, I love the the different (laughs) takes, and it's fun with hearing the female voices. Yes, some new blood to that song. And uh, I mean, I was just like, I still haven't listened to all the songs. Well, yeah, there's 30 something. 32, yeah. But anyway, I just wanted, uh, I also liked Elton John. She sings with him, Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me, which, of course, you know, nothing beats him and George Michael doing know, that song together. But, still. but their voice, it was really good. This is something I feel like you could easily add to like your playlist just yeah, yeah. at the holidays and yeah. have it on in the background. And like one of those things where it like won't fade as much in the background. You go, whoa, who's covering this kind of thing? And the other album I can't stop listening to, only clocking in at 11 songs, but shares Christmas uh, album, the only one she's ever done. Is so flipping good. Who did you play? It was Cher. It was Cher's in the when we were doing the double wide, right? Yeah, it was DJ beautiful. play a Christmas song. That one is something you could play in July. That's just a dance, fun, yeah. fun song. But it is DJ play a Christmas song. But she does do a few. Like she's got some originals. Um, I really liked Angels in the Snow. Uh, she does Baby Please Come Home with Darlene Love, mm-hmm. and she actually sang sang background on that song way back in the. 60s when Darlene Love recorded that. Wow. So it's Cher covering that song, Please Come Home for Christmas, a very sexy song that Elvis made very popular. Cher kills it on that one. And then she's got a cover with Cindy Lauper. Um, that was the one you played, right? Put a little holiday in your heart. So That's let's take cute. a listen. And I got this one starting from the beginning because okay. I love how it just yeah. starts. So. Good, right? So good. So good. And Cher will be the second to the last float in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Uh, She is performing for the first time ever. I love the idea of her being in New York City with her boyfriend who produced this album, and she's giddy in love. And I'm envisioning them going to the Carlisle Room tonight and having a cozy 
corner booth. Yes. And, yeah, and she's going to be in the show, The Rocket. I mean, I love the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. You said right, right after Santa or right before Santa. Right before Santa. Oh, yeah, at the end. Last, at the yeah. end. Yeah. So anyway, um, but the whole share Christmas album is really full. It's of so little, fun. I of love jewels. it. Yeah, it really Their, is. Cindy Lauper's voice with her was really just perfect. Yeah, and Cindy Lauper and Cher have toured together, and they're buddies and. And Dolly and Cher were going to do a song together for the Rockstar album, but Cher was busy working on her Christmas album. Yeah, now we'll get them next time. 80% of our show today has been talking about people over the age of 75. Dang, right? (laughs) They're making me exhausted. I'm so tired listening to them all these doing all these things. All right, we'll be right back with Hollywood Speak. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood Speaking! Okay, here is a Hollywood speak for you. So apparently a couple nights ago at, what is the restaurant, The Quiet Daughter or something? In oh, The Quiet Newport, Woman. Is Quiet Woman yeah, yeah, in, yeah. Uh, from oh. Orange County. Oh. And there is a photo of a, a housewife of Orange County, former housewife, Alexis Bellino. She was, um, is that who Tamara called? Jesus, Jesus Barbie. Jesus Jugs. Yeah. Jesus Barbie. Anyway, she hasn't been on the show for a long time. And anyone who watches so you could see that she and her husband, Jim, were going to be divorcing within, you know, months of them being off the show. I'm like shocked they weren't fake married the whole time. The whole time. They looked like they hated each other. Yeah. And I think for a hot minute, she was married to like a nephew of President Biden. That was, uh, no, that was the other one. Uh, What's her name? Okay. But either way, yeah. Either, but it was all in this Megan orange... King. Was it Megan King? Yeah, Megan one? King, a different Orange County. But she yeah. and Alexis were on at the same time. I always they always were interchangeable with Absol- me. Absolutely. So there's a photo of Alexis Bellino with a Shannon Bedore's boyfriend, whom we know because he's been on Orange County for at least three or four years. John. John. Yeah, John. Boring old John. John. And so she it was on. She it was on social media. So she responded when Page Six called her to ask her about it. Here's what she said: John Jansen and I are two people who met by happenstance. Oh my god! We are discovering that we're in similar places in our lives as divorced <gasps> parents, both emerging from recent heartbreak because of relationships ending. I look forward to hanging out with my <gasps> new friend. Oh my they god! They have been banging for two months. I probably. bet you this is and what caused Shannon to uh, hit hit a house, get drunk, and hit a house. Yeah, because she, she can't handle not, this. She can't handle this. You know what? You're a grown ass woman. You need to handle it when someone says they're not into you. No, I know. Yeah, you can't. You she can't. Is, I've. So, but, but but the way I, we just met by happens. Okay, they, okay. They have been. We look forward. You have yeah. banging. You will continue, continue to, to bang. bang yeah. Good for you. That's great. Shannon is the most delicate person I've ever seen. I did can't... they give this kind of an answer for her? Oh my god! Well, I because just anyone saying, can read between the lines of that. I'm terrified of her reaction, and I don't. She's not even in my life, but I worry for her. Shannon, Shannon is unwell, and also she can't handle everyday bumps in life. She can't handle it. Yeah, that's. I would, I would not like that. So many people felt that way about me. I mean, like the way that's the part of the For reality sure. TV oh. thing 
that just would... Um, I'd be mortified if I found out people were scared yeah. to let me know that my ex was dating somebody. Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. go, I don't mm-hmm. care. I won't care. Like, okay. But she will care. Let's do some Taylor speak. Mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey chit-chatting with his brother, as yeah. they do on whatever day of the week their show comes out. I believe it's Wednesday. Once a week show. And his brother, Jason. Mm-hmm. Asked brother Travis, yes. one part of TNT, how he felt about the Wall Street Journal article. Yeah. He said, this is what Kelsey said, Travis, they did an awesome job with the article. I thought it was cool how they showcased just my love for not only Kansas City, but my love for the people that I have around me. It was awesome. That's the key tell. He's Did he just say he loved Taylor? The I love think, for the people around me. Uh-huh. I think he, I think he's smitten. I, how would you not be? Ah! We want to be invited to this wedding. We have been such a part of this we have rom-com. Been. It's at least now on episode. It's like the, it's a 10 season now. Oh, yeah. Now the, we're on a finale. We're on a cliffhanger because she's in Brazil. Yeah. He's here. They're not. They're going to miss each other desperately which always is so exciting i know you know to then have the homecoming so we're gonna i almost you know feel like um i think she has a break in her tour coming soon so i think she does but it might be a week or so away yeah you know Um, and she also has to deal with i've got to imagine that she feels pretty terrible about what happened that a concert uh you know a fan died and that it was such a the situation with they were letting people bring in water and they knew that people were sitting outside whole, in this heat. And the, there's a lot of like... And she hasn't said much. No, she just posted really quickly on her Instagram saying she's going to postpone the show um, because of the heat. It was... It was over 100 degrees in there. Plus with right. humidity, they're saying it was like a more like 130. Yeah. Um, and then uh, she Anna, played the girl. She played bigger than the the whole sky that last night was the um, which is like people have always speculated that was about a miscarriage or somebody just like passing away too early. Oh. And it's such a beautiful song. Um, it's not a, u- a usual part of. No, it was no. part of one of her uh, surprise songs. She picked that uh, and then on the it piano goes with that, so everyone knows that, that that's it, it just looked like she was concert. It floor. looks like this last leg looked like it was a hard go because uh, also why she, she had was rain. There, there was a rain out. Heat. There, yeah, Heat. there was also um, they had gotten news that somebody who attended hours later had also passed away, but like had nothing to do with mm-hmm. that. But I think. That still carries. And then recently, one of the recipients of the hats, for, um, you know how they do that special little like, 22 dance and then they uh, give right. them a hat. One of them who had um, a young girl who had cancer had passed away. Oh, good um, grief. Yeah. And it had nothing to do with All Taylor. Right. But I think I'm like, I'm ready for her to take a break and just go watch, watch, watch him play football and hit men and yeah, be cuddled yeah. up in big sweatshirts. Right. They're totally in love. They're totally, totally in, in love. love. And I think that she's so, they're both so lucky to have each other. And I don't know what guy I'd be able to say that. Well, speaking of, Roger Goodell weighed in, you guys. What he was he asked. Say? He was on CBS Morning Show when he was asked about the. Flurry of attention that Taylor and TNT, the relationship has. And he said, um, 
He said, she's an unbelievable artist, and he's an unbelievable player, and it's great for the league. <laughs> of course it is. Yeah. Hey, we, man. Hey, let's give him one a duh. Yeah, right? That was a study of duh. Yeah, unbelievable, unbelievable. I don't think they can believe it. Yeah, I don't think he can believe it. Anyway, I love that they asked him about that. Me too. But he didn't have all of his adjectives ready. No, he didn't. Unbelievable, Uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. They're gorgeous people. They they should procreate. Right. All right. We Hollywood spoke it. We did. Hollywood. Hollywood! See you on the other side.